Hi there. Thanks for joining the Psychology Report. It's a um, topic today that is uh, relevant to me personally, but has relevance for many, many people daily. Grief. Grief. There is good grief and sad grief and um, prolonged grief and uh, normal grief. There's all kinds of grief. But the common denominator is loss. Grieving occurs after loss. The more important the person that was lost is to you or was to you, the greater the grief. The longer that person was known to you, the greater the grief. The greater role that person played in your life, the greater the grief. The longer that person's been in your life as a support person and an encouraging person, the greater the grief. You see, death promotes grief. And we grieve in a wide variety of ways. It's a very individualized kind of thing. But the common denominator of grief is that of depression. Feeling of loss, feeling of sadness, feeling of being now alone, having lost the person but also lost all the enjoyment and, and ways of engagement that you've had with that particular person over the years. People who are sources of reinforcement, people who are sources of reward and praise and affirmation and uh, confirmation to us, uh, when we lose them it's a very significant and deep loss in our life. Last couple of years I counted about 25 men that have exited my life and they've been lost and I have grieved each of those varying degrees of difference to be sure but there's been grief with each one <clears throat> to some degree close family members close friends close associates and so on some were not so close but still were part of my uh, enjoyment circle or part of my friendship circle and part of my activity circle which means there's loss and it's a meaningful loss you know to me I have to grieve those losses I have to kind of process those losses so that I can move on and uh, develop new relationships and learn to live within the absence of certain individuals that I have to be either dependent upon or that have played a significant role in my life might be an interesting experience for you. Sit down with a piece of paper and pencil and comment, or just name, if you will. The people that have died or have significantly absent, uh, exited your life, exited your life. They may have moved away. They may have become divorced and now have no relationship with you in some way. Um, they've changed their habits of uh, social relationships and so on, and it's a loss to you. But usually it's the form of, or through the form of death. So grief is a major, major process. You see, it is a process because here's what we do: when the death occurs, we first can't believe it. We deny it. We say this can't be. It's not true. It just it doesn't make sense. So we have this kind of sense of denial, and then we kind of have this little bargaining process of saying, <laughs> you know, bring this person back. Prove to me that this is not true kind of a desire to bring that person back into our life. That can take a matter of a day, or hours, or maybe even up to a week. 
Those two steps are very, very important in the beginning. Then we begin to kind of realize that, yes, that is a loss. That person is gone. And we go into this depression. We go into this sense of, of um, identifying all the things we're not going to have now, all the things we're going to miss, all the things that are going to be absent from our life, and to make sure that we have those um, missing links somehow covered by somebody else or in some other way. But usually we just grieve, we just bemoan the loss of that person. And that can take days, weeks, and months. And then we kind of come to a point where we can say, maybe I can live beyond that person. Maybe I can have a new life. Maybe I can have a new set of relationships. Maybe I can go to a higher level of living on my own. And to get some reassurance and to get some sense of um, independence back in your life and a self-belief and a confidence in yourself again. And once that happens, once that occurs, there's kind of recovery in from the grieving process. And then we move on and we rebuild our life and we move forward, um, never forgetting the person that has absent our life, but also move forward in the sense of a new life and a new beginning and new opportunities and rebuild a life, a rebuild a new set of relationships. And that takes time. Let it take its time. Everybody's different. Three months, six months, nine months, two months, who knows? Uh, there's no formula. But you'll know when the time comes when you kind of have now processed your grieving, processed your depression, and you move forward now into a new life and new opportunity and new challenges, and you're ready for them. And, you know, some people kind of think that when they were going through this whole process, they were crazy. <laughs> they weren't crazy at all. You know, some people think that it was kind of a, a time when they were just lost and just forgotten about and been removed from life. No, people don't forget about them. Some people very much remember you and know you, but don't know kind of how to relate to you at this point in time. They, it's kind of the loss of a family, loss of close friendships that have to be rebuilt, and that takes time. And uh, you can do that in a couple different ways. One is that you just deliberately on your own rebuild relationships you've had with others, strengthen the relationship you already have with others, D double up on the relationships that you have with other people that are still in your life. And another opportunity, of course, would be to attend new groups. Maybe a, a grief group would be good for you to attend. Sometime maybe three weeks, three months after the death, go to a grief group. And just kind of share your grief, share your story, tell your story, listen to the story of other people, learn from each other, support each other, give, uh, get some benefit from the support of other people. And you can build relationships and you can move on and do new relationships of your own. You know, attend a new church, perhaps, or go back to church, or go back to a club you've not been going to, go back to the A meetings that you used to go to, you know, whatever. Go back and to pick up some relationship that you've had in other ways, in other times, in other places. But rebuild in your life people that are important to you and need to be in your life because of the absence of somebody that has now just left your life through death or some other way of departure. It's natural. It's common. It's part of our life story. It's part of our experience. Uh, and this includes animals, by the way. 
Uh, this is not just people. Uh, you know, many of us have had very dear relationships with animals, dogs particularly, cats to some degree, other animals. When they die, there's a very, very great loss that many, many people experience and feel from the loss of their animal. It was a companion. It was Animals are companions. Animals are the support systems of our life. They, they are included in the support systems of our life. And when we lose animals, we really lose something very significant. Just like a person, like a close friend, like a buddy that we've lost. So don't overlook the death of animals that have been in your life and been close to you and have been a companion to you over the years. Their death is, is deep and sometimes deeper than that of people or other friends that you may have. So it's complex, but it's real. And it's your story. It's your process. It's your time frame. You know, it's, it's your reaching out. It's your including people into your life as friends. It's your rebuilding process. It's your rehabilitation process. It's your therapy, your personal therapy, and those that you include in your life to talk to and advise you and guide you. Might be a professional therapist. Might be a friend. Might be a pastor. Might be somebody who's gone through the experience. Uh, already themselves. You know, this is one of the points that many times you hear, is that the person that can help you the best is somebody who's gone through the same experience you've gone through. That's the basis of AA meetings, that one alcoholic is the best to help another alcoholic. The process of grief, of grief therapy or grief sharing is that somebody who's gone through the death and gone through a very great loss in their life are in a better position to help you go through your loss because they know what it means. They know what, what you're experiencing. They know what grief is all about. They know what loss is all about. They know what death is all about. But here's one of the things that, why this is important and why this works. It isn't so much that the person who's gone through the grief has some special skill or has some special spirit or has some special uh, role to play in your life. It isn't that necessarily. Although they have had the experience, they know what they're talking about a little bit. They do, you know, come from a background of having been through it. But what's really important in the relationship is that you will trust somebody who's been through the relationship before you. You will trust somebody who's been through something similar to your experience. You will trust somebody who knows what death is and because they've gone through it. It's that you put your trust in them, you put your confidence in them. You put your belief in them. You put your faith in them. You open up to them. You share with them. And that's what is the healing process of that opening and sharing and just being part of a support system, entering into it. And you enter into it when you trust somebody and you trust the person who's gone through it. So the person who's gone through it doesn't have special powers over you. Don't think of it that way. It's that that person just has a sense of what you're going through. They understand and you ascribe to them a sense of trust, a belief, a feeling of goodness, or a feeling of compatibility, you know, a feeling of friendship, a bond that you have with them. And that's what the healing process is all about. It's when you give yourself to somebody else and you trust them because they've gone through something similar uh, to you and what you've gone through. So there you are. This has been the Psychology Report, and nice to have you with me. And uh, don't forget my website, booksbyhedberg.com. Bye for now.